Did you know the Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Handsome men don't belong in corporate life. This thought occurred to me last week when I went to see Up in the Air, in which George Clooney plays a jet-setting consultant who flies around the US firing people. For a Hollywood film, it's remarkably convincing. The sacked workers, played by real people who've recently lost their jobs, are angry and humiliated in just the right way. Clooney is smoothly professional and insultingly upbeat in just the right way too. Only once did I think his smarmy lies had gone too far when he says as he strips one man of his livelihood, anyone who ever built an empire or changed the world sat where you are right now. But then I read later that this line was pinched from Michael Bloomberg. Instead, the problem with the film is that Clooney is simply too good-looking to be credible. In his other roles, his perfectly symmetrical features have been less out of place. As the paediatrician in ER, he was perfectly plausible. So too as a CIA agent in Syriana. He was even acceptable as a journalist in One Fine Day. But for the corporate world, Clooney won't do. If you want to see the real thing, visit the website of Forbes, where there's an article by an HR consultant called Burton Gold... If you want to see the real thing, visit the website of Forbes, where there's an article by an HR consultant called Burton Goldfield. In real life, Goldfield does something similar to what Clooney does on film, but I hope you won't mind if I point out that he doesn't look like Clooney at all. He's a balding man in late middle age with a forgettable face. In an attempt to stand up my theory about this dearth of beauty in corporate life, Last week, I sent an email to the 500 journalists who work at the Financial Times. Can anyone think of any seriously good-looking senior men in business? I asked. Immediately, a pattern started to emerge. There are plenty of handsome investment bankers and handsome hedge fund managers. Jamie Dimon is a minor beauty. Archie Bousson, a major one. In continental Europe, corporate life is stuffed with matinee idols. There is Alessandro Benetton, Wolfgang Bernhard at Daimler, Bernard Arnold at LVMH, Henri de Castries at Astra, Francoise-Henri Pinault at PPR. All are distractingly good-looking, and there are many more where they came from. But in the UK and the US, the pickings are very slim indeed. There are a few dishy entrepreneurs. Michael Dell is quite handsome in a square-jawed sort of way, Richard Branson has, or had, something. But in mainstream corporate life in the UK and the US, the ugly mug rules. In Britain, the situation is particularly dismal. FT journalists, with their combined experience of business life running into thousands of years, could think of only two possible candidates. Curiously, both are called Rose, Sir John at Rolls-Royce, and, more controversially, Sir Stewart at Marks and Spencer. In the US, there were a few more suggestions of beautiful bosses, but almost all were from media companies where different rules apply. 
Stephen Burke at Comcast is easy on the eye, as is Geoffrey Bukes at Time Warner. If my theory is true, I can think of three possible explanations. The first is that men in business start handsome enough, but by the time they're big enough to get noticed, they're old and bald and have eaten too many aeroplane meals. Their looks have gone, and unlike businesswomen, they don't go to such lengths to hang on to them. They can't even compensate for dwindling physical charm by sheer power of personality, as Anglo-Saxon corporate life is about conformity, and strong expressions of individuality, even at the top, are not encouraged. The second and more plausible explanation is that for beautiful men there are easier and more glamorous paths to success than a long, arduous climb up the ladder in cement or insurance. Instead, they go into investment banking, show business, media and the law, where looks, and the arrogance that goes with them, are admired. The third possibility is that obviously handsome men are discriminated against in business. As plain men take almost all the hiring decisions, they like to keep the good-looking ones out. With women, the reverse is true. A beautiful woman gets hired in a trice. But whatever the reason, the predominance of plain Johns in corporate life has something to be said for it. Being fired isn't nice, but it's even less nice if the man with the axe has a full head of hair and beautiful brown eyes that shine on his victim with fake compassion. I would much rather reach for the tissues in front of someone whose appearance might give them something to cry about too. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.